Firstly, I'm very nervous. Yeah. There are a lot of things going through my mind. Wow. Okay. Your favorite podcast, Radio Anarchy, Radio Freedom, dedicated to all the freedom seekers. It's a way of telling our stories, but in a not so aggressive way, I guess. All right. Yeah. Let me start by saying. They were, they, were, they were good. They were really good. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Ngile, we all start off big buddies. Yes. Let me start by saying, in terms of communicating with media, it's a little bit difficult. We have to do it by our communications department. This is reporter Lungile Sojini walking the streets of Johannesburg. So I'm now in Craigwell Park, where there are more trees and more leaves than people or cars. I mean, these are some of the names of the young guns making jazz music today. The leafy suburbs. These are the kind of houses that you see on TV or on top building. Reminds somebody of movies like Under the Tosun Sun. So, because first we gotta tell the beginning of the story. Listen, Ngile, we all start off big buddies. Got this handshake agreement. Ooh, everything's fantastic. Brilliant. We're going to take on the world. We're going to make millions until something goes wrong in that relationship. It's like a divorce. You know what I mean? When you when you enter into an agreement with... It is produced by Lungile Sonjin. Hi, Lungile. This is Hannah. So I hope that I'm uh, saying your ver- uh, your name right, Lungile. Very nice. <laughs> my name is my name is Nicolas de Roy. My name is Nicolas de Roy and you listen to the podcast of Lungile Sonjini. Rick Nederland. Dankjewel voor het luisteren. Your favorite podcast, Radio Anarchy, Radio Freedom, dedicated to all the freedom seekers. It's a way of telling our stories, but in a not so aggressive way, I guess. I am be comfortable around people I don't know because I tend to stick to people I know a lot. Yo, what's up, everybody? So this is what happens when you meet a cool, cool poet or poetess by the name of Wami. You bring her over to the studios of Radio Anarchy and then you get to talk about your craft, you talk about poetry, and you get to know the lady, I mean. (laughs) That's what we started the podcast for, so that we can be able to know what the other people are doing with their lives, doing with their talents, doing with their emotions. She also got to read her poems, three of them. Lovely poems, I tell you. Fresh, fresh fresh poems and she even promised that she will i mean get to publish some of the poems on our website which is called the profile where you can also get the episodes of radio anarchy radio freedom this is episode number two last week we were talking about mandela anyway i've got bad news i mean this news i think it came in yesterday that the legend himself mr johnny clerk asimbonango mandela and all the other songs is gone i mean it's a sad sad world to live without him I mean, the Zulu Le Blanc, I think the French call him. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to episode number two of Radio Anarchy Radio Freedom. My name is Elso Gini. Let's get into the podcast. Let's listen to my discussion with the poetess Wami. Your favorite podcast, Radio Anarchy, Radio Freedom, dedicated to all the freedom seekers. Do you consider yourself a poet? Wow, okay. Yes, yes, I do consider myself a poet. Like, my poetry might not touch everyone, and everyone might not understand it, but to me, and because of what my work means to me, I would consider myself a poet. And I think we all have a little poet inside of us. 
I see. Mm-hmm. What What do you mean when you say we all have a poet inside of us? What does that mean? I mean, I guess like to me, like writing and it's it's something I write based on my experiences, right? So we all go through things. We all have these things that happen in our life, and we all have a way that we interpret those things. And some of us, like you might not put it on paper, but you all, you have a mental interpretation of all those things that happen in your life. So that's why I say we all have a little poet in us, inside of us, because it's your interpretation of the things that happen around you. That's what it means to me. All right, and then I guess uh, I should go on to ask what uh, type of poetry do you do? Honestly, and this has been my biggest issue, and this is why for a long time I've been afraid to call myself a poet or even say that I write poetry poems. It's because like I don't really consider the technical or bite of it. I just write. I'm inspired by poems that don't really have a structure where it's just carefree and it's just you pouring your heart out on paper. So I don't really know what style of poetry I'm into. Yeah. <laughs> but at least you kind of know like um, a poetry has to have a structure. Yes. Well, based on what we did in high school, I guess so. So I guess um, in high school you were introduced to a whole lot of poems with yes. structures and so on. And, and maybe you got to say, no, this is not the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to go in a carefree way. Mm-hmm. All right. I see. Yeah. And then I guess the next question I should ask you, having talked about what type of poetry you do, I would love to know what type of poetry don't you do then? What type of poetry I don't do? The type of poetry that I don't do is the... I don't know if technical is the word, but like I'm just going to use that word. I don't do the technical type of poetry where there's rhyme schemes and all of that. You know, I do try, but it just it just feels forced when I try that. So yeah, I, I, I don't try and put too much thought into it and, you know, make it look a certain way because that's how poet, most poems look. I guess. So you, you, you're looking for poems that are going to come or read as natural. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you don't want um, to go for the structure, you don't want to go for the schemes and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like that for me put a lot of pressure because when I first started writing, because like I said, I write based on my experiences and my feelings. So now when I'm trying to write something and pull my heart out on paper, first I need to think what rhymes with this or what goes with that. And it, it just felt too much and forced for me so I just decided you know what I'm going to write it this way and it makes sense to me in this way and it touches my heart when I put it this way and hopefully it will touch somebody somebody else's heart and yeah I just don't want it to seem so hardcore so difficult I don't know well I guess I'm being funny or I'm being silly here because I'm asking you the same question I'm saying (laughs) 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 I'm saying what type of poetry do you do and then I come back and then I ask you what type of poetry don't you do it's sort of like the same question Mm -hmm. but I when I put it down I thought okay while I'm doing this thing of asking the same question but it will give us an uh, a different uh, answer because you will think of it in a different way mm-hmm. although we're sure. saying the same although I'm saying the same thing mm-hmm. but then okay let's uh, one question that mm-hmm. I, I wanted to ask how how are you feeling or how do you feel when you, we, we we're talking about this or when you're giving your answers what's going in your mind <laughs> I don't know like um I'm like okay firstly I'm very nervous 
yeah so a lot of things going through my mind and I feel like I'm not giving like the right answers in a way like I feel like I'm not fully answering your questions but it's okay it's how I feel so yeah but I guess uh, I guess we talked about this before we started the interview mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. that you don't have to answer in a certain way mm-hmm. and I guess I should repeat it again and say dude answer yeah. however <laughs> way that you want to answer yeah. the answer that you have is the perfect answer mm-hmm. anyway I guess everybody is uh, nervous you know when like mm-hmm. there's a microphone in front of you yeah. and then <laughs> sort of like a stranger in front of you again and you're yeah. in a new place it's like totally, totally like nerves mm-hmm. okay but let's go to the next questions because we're here for the questions yes and then how do you define yourself? How do I define myself in general? Oh, uh, I'd say I'm a person who's really in touch with their emotions, but also who finds it difficult to bring, to show their emotions. So I'm very emotional, but I'd rather keep it within me instead of like show it. Yeah. I'm also, just to be general, <laughs> I'm also a very kind, happy, okay, happy. Yeah, that's a tricky one. I'm <laughs> I, I might seem happy most of the times. Um, very easy to get along with yeah i'm an open person to a certain extent it yeah. just sounds like um like an everyday or like an average joke like a person next door a friend next door yeah <laughs> but once you but if you really got to know me you might realize that oh okay but yeah and then let's get back to uh, poetry again mm-hmm. what is your style and how do you define how do you define it? my style yes because now we've talked a little bit about you you mm-hmm. said you're a bit of a, an emotional person yeah but you've got troubles mm-hmm. or from uh, problems showing those emotions and mm-hmm. you're saying you're a happy person and all that stuff yeah. now let's define yourself as a poet what do you think is your style okay so mostly i write when i'm sad like when i'm feeling gloomy in a way so i guess my style would be we find that most of my poems are not happy very happy poems they're very i don't know they're very emotional they're very i want to say dark but they're just sad poems most of the time but i also try to be a bit inspirational here and there so yeah i guess yeah all right i guess we will we, we'll touch on this um uh, subject a little bit later on and then it, it, it strikes me as a little bit strange but i mm-hmm. guess okay you mm-hmm. mean like you define yourself as a happy person no no no. after saying happy i did say that that's a tricky one okay if you remember okay because i don't even know how that word popped out of my mind yes, all right it's the nerves okay because happy like i even surprised myself there i'm like you're right. a happy person okay go yeah. <laughs> like, okay okay if you say so or something inside <laughs> of you wants to be happy maybe it was a yeah maybe, all right yeah maybe, okay maybe, maybe i write my poetry to to be happy you all know right. M- maybe yeah because yeah happiness i don't know where that came from and then uh we have to know now what have you noticed about uh poetry in the places that you have been but i guess i shouldn't ask this question i want to ask it uh this way mm-hmm. what do you think is the role of poetry in society the role of poetry in society i feel like 
it's a way of expressing yourself and and also like people who um interact with poetry i feel like this it opens you up to a, i don't know like it's a way of telling our stories but in a not so aggressive way i guess poetry for some poems are like real eye openers because especially the, in the way that they are written i know i said that i don't write technical poetry and all of that where you know you use hardcore metaphors and all of that where it's hard to understand but like you might read a poem and it's like they're talking about trees and that and that but when you look at the what it's really telling you it's like things that happen every day so i feel like poetry is an eye-opener but like in a less aggressive way isn't like just telling a person that this and this is happening around us if that makes sense and then uh back to that question mm-hmm. like what have you noticed about poetry in the places that you've been okay i really don't know how to answer this question could you please break it down for me all right i mean like um i'm taking uh this question from the other question that i uh, was uh by another lady talking about hip-hop like mm-hmm. she was focusing it on women like um how is um poetry when it comes to women in the places are there spaces for that like here in makanda in grimstown mm-hmm. so like they wanted to know because you know hip-hop is mm-hmm. seen as something that's for men mm-hmm. and it's a bit um violent i get uh, mm-hmm. i think towards women and all that stuff and you also have that um feeling that hip-hop is for men and it's not women who usually do it so i mean like what have you noticed about poetry do you see events Mm -hmm. happening do you see books being uh, oh any 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 kind of stuff that you think you have noticed about the about poetry in the places you've been maybe the Mm -hmm. places you went to school places you grew up and then places just about anywhere Mm -hmm. you've been to where i come from um most of us like relate poetry to well school because we have to do it in school but also we think that poetry is supposed to be a certain way and that's why most of us are like afraid to even say that oh well i write poetry like i I write poems here and there because like you think it has to be this way and if it's not like that if you don't have a rhyme scheme if, if you don't use metaphors and similes and all of those things then it's not really poetry so i guess most people don't even call we most people do write but they don't call what they write poetry because they're associated with all these things and they think that it has to be a certain way yeah so i think that's our biggest issue in terms of events i haven't really heard of any and yeah like the only exposure we get to poetry is like from school and maybe online uh, can you tell me uh, about your interaction with poetry online online it's normally like those um like pictures from books where people like post these like there's a called verses or what some of the poems and yeah so and also like if you follow your favorite poets and things like that and then who's your favorite poet this is going to sound really cliche but <laughs> it has to be Rupi Kaur because yeah, the, yeah. her poems are just so because if what was that Rupi oh alright yes okay be- and it goes back to the structure of her poems because you know it's not really it, it's not as structured as technical but it touches your soul and you can relate to it and yeah so you are like a lady against structure no I am not against structure <laughs> not at all but I just I'm just like trying to show that it does not have to be that way you oh. know it can just be words on a page but if it means something to you and it can mean something to the next person then it should be considered and then where did it all start for you it did all start for me like I said I struggled to like um, show my emotions so I had to find a way of putting them out there without actually speaking to someone hey what's it so I started like writing
thing. It would be on a piece of paper that I just got out from the book. Or maybe I'm going through something in class and I just cannot keep it in. So I'll go to the back of my book and I'll just scribble something, scribble, scribble, scribble. And then when I read it later, because now I've calmed down or maybe I'm feeling a little better, I'll look at it and smile. And I'm like, eh, you did that. You wrote that. So yeah, that's where it all started. It was just a way of me expressing myself and how I really feel. I guess, um, well, 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 we have to ask it anyway. Then. Okay. Uh, how do your poems come to you then? They come to me from moments of sadness. So if I'm not feeling too good or if I'm not feeling happy on that day, if I'm just, yeah, if I'm feeling low or maybe something happened around me or in our community, I'll just write about it. But what I realize is that I write mostly when I'm not feeling too well or when I'm not feeling good. So yeah. when when do you realize that, okay, I want to write a poem here? Or when do you, real, like, when do you see that I need to write a poem now? When I feel like I'm about to go crazy or I feel like I'm about to explode. So <laughs> I'll be sitting in yeah. my room somewhere and I'll be sitting and I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So I'm just like, okay, maybe write about it. Just put it down. Just say something and then I'll grab a pen and a piece of paper and I'll just start writing and I'll start writing and I'll start writing. Yeah, that's just how it happens. Oh, all right. And then, you know, the, the, the thing with having a whole lot of uh, questions which are sort of uh, mixed up and mm -hmm. then is that I'll be asking you the, the, the questions that I should have asked you earlier on and all that stuff but I guess then it's it's uh, it ties to the name of the podcast because it's like Radio Anarchy mm -hmm. we're trying to follow no rules or any of that stuff anyway let's get um, back to this question mm -hmm. I know you talked about it and then do you think or how do you think um, poetry is a significant platform for sharing life experiences how do I think it's so significant because it's it's you. It's your work. It's like when you write poetry, you don't really have to look at the next person. It's based on you, your experiences, and what you see around you. But you don't really, I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense. But like, I feel like you get to really express what you feel and what you think and what you see like from you in a way. All right. I mean, like, you know, getting back to that thing, like you're saying, you don't know how, how what you're saying makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, like, we might have a conversation here mm -hmm. you're saying this and that but like the actual end uh, result or the product that we have like if it's a, an audio recording yeah. or whatever or if it's a podcast I mean it's a product that's just like a fact it's more like a brick like you cannot take it down exactly it's what it is it doesn't matter <laughs> even if it doesn't make sense oh. it doesn't matter if it, however it comes out because yeah. at the end of the day it's just what it is it's just people talking about poetry mm -hmm. sharing their experiences, experiences asking yeah. whatever uh, shitty questions that they're asking mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it's a product that we we have it's mm -hmm. a fact we cannot go back and say we didn't have this conversation or we didn't talk about it because yeah. that's like the most important thing it's yeah, like true. it's poetry that got us uh, together at the end of the day so mm -hmm. I guess it's a uh, it's it, it's a beautiful platform for being able to, to share life uh, experiences mm -hmm. and then I wanna okay going back to this thing of having uh, questions here questions there and all that stuff do you know any other female poets let's leave Rupi because I guess she will be a famous poet I'm not asking for famous poets but I'm just talking about like in your 
in the places that you've been, mm -hmm. do you like uh, know any other poets and what can you say about them? Well, I have a friend of mine, right? I think her work is... Okay, I have actually, I have two. Okay, a number of my friends also write and I think their work is really good and sometimes when I read their work, I just see how different our work is and then it just all goes back to how writing is your own thing. It comes from you and all of that. So yeah, I have three of my friends that I can think of now, but I know maybe some of them or some others also write. Yeah, so at the moment, back at home, it's my friends who I know who write and in terms of someone who's not really a big famous star but like writes, I don't really know of anyone at the moment but yeah I see a couple of people on Instagram though can't remember their names but yeah they also have their own pieces and I'm just like wow this is really good this is really nice okay let's do something crazy here okay I want you to give a, a shout out a sort of like a shout out to your poet friend my boyfriends are Nimi, Niema, I think you're really good, Ramona, can't remember what your writer's name is, but I also think your work is good, and also Sma, Smangelin Trovu, I think you're a beautiful writer, my love. And then, having done that risky thing of talking about people who don't know, we're talking about them, and then when they hear that we were talking <laughs> about them, how do you think they're going to feel? Oh, well, I, I hope they're okay with it, <laughs> I really hope they're okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I really hope they're okay with it because, you know, I'm just showing my love. Yeah, yeah. and then I guess it it ties to this question mm -hmm. that I think is very important that I want to ask, you know, you, you're always uh, taking yourself down and you're saying the questions are flying there, flying over there, mm -hmm. flying where they're not supposed to fly. But then when you have sort of like um, inspiration and you have a question, which ties to the questions that you had already put down, mm -hmm. I want to come back to this question. It says, are people surprised when they find out that you are a poet? Are people surprised? Well, okay, like they don't really know me as a poet, but like when I write something and maybe like they get the chance to read it, they're really touched and they're like, you really wrote that? What inspired that? You know, so, and it, it's a good feeling, I must say. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then, when, I guess you've answered the, que the question that I was going <laughs> to ask, like, what do they think about it? Like, yeah. Well, most of the time, well, they might be a bit, you know, because they're my friends and me, mostly family members and things like that. But normally they like it and they want to know what inspired it. And yeah, and it touches them. Because they, they don't want to um, disappoint you know, their sister. You never know. They'll be <laughs> 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 like, back to like hey, what was that? They're like, what was that? Is that how a poet is supposed to be like? No. But yeah. I guess, like, uh, it really doesn't matter, man. Like, I mean, a poetry is poetry, however you do it yeah. it's the way you're supposed to do it like you you you, you you're gonna say no to this but i you said you don't really like much of structure I'm, in a way in a way you like me like i struggle with structure you know okay i was about to say that it's okay. not that i don't like structure i have nothing against structure yeah i've read the most beautiful like po poems that was that had structure and they inspired me to start writing in a way but the thing is i really struggle with structure and also like like I said, I don't want to be like trying to pour my feelings on paper and still have to think about what rhymes with this. Oh, and I'm supposed to have this many lines here and that I just want to write and just let it out. Uh, you, 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 you kind of paused a little bit when I asked you um, who knows uh, about your poetry or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or was I asking, are people surprised when they find that you're a poet? Yeah. 
I'm gonna ask another question, oh which is sort of like a similar. Oh and I love that reaction. <laughs> I love that reaction. I mean, that's what we here for. We like uh, we we for uh, is it spontaneous reactions? That's what we're looking for, you know. And then I wanna ask you this question, mm-hmm. hey man. Look, I'm looking at your mouth. What you doing? And then I'm like, <laughs> it's not really a tough question. Okay, I'm ready. Should I go for it? Go for Should it. Should I go for the killing? Yep. Listen, I'm not killing anybody. Okay. All right. Are you surprised that you are a poet? Am I a poet? <laughs> <laughs> That's my greatest <laughs> You know, I think because... Because yeah. look, look at this now. Mm. It's not saying, are you a poet or are you not? Yeah, yeah. It's like sort of like assuming already that you are a poet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are you surprised that you are a poet? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you know this is funny because in the beginning I was like yeah we all have a little poet inside of us and now I'm struggling to respond to this okay I'm okay let me just say I'm surprised that I write some of the things that I write sometimes why is that because I don't know I guess some you know I start maybe from the beginning thinking okay this is the direction I'm going to take because this is how I feel today but then by the time I get to the end you know more and more keeps coming and more and more keeps coming and you're just like oh so this is how you really feel this is really what you think about this and all of that so I guess some of the things that I write kind of surprise me by the time I finish writing a piece alright I don't yeah. know maybe it's a reluctant poet <laughs> or you're still trying to find your way you know but like from experience yeah. it really, it, it's really hard you know even if you've got um, a number of years writing you still mm-hmm. feel like hey man am I a writer I mean like yeah. you've got other writers like fiction writers who Stephen King mm. I mean he probably has a hundred novels I mean mm. you look at a person like that and you'll be like damn that's yeah. like a writer and you you probably have written one thing or a couple of yeah. things and you're not that famous you you <laughs> yeah, see yeah. you sort of have um, uh, those questions th- mm-hmm. those doubts I guess they never go away but at the mm-hmm. end of the day you're writing poetry because look in front of you we have your poetry <laughs> so I guess <laughs> yeah. it's really it really doesn't matter how you see yourself or anything like that and then let's go to another question then what do you want to achieve with your poetry and um, writing writing um all right uh let me um the pose will give you uh, maybe a second or so to mm-hmm. think about that mm-hmm. by asking you uh, another question and then mm-hmm. you're not only a poet are you do you do some other kind of writing i used to write um short stories all right yeah. and do you say this uh, short stories in quotation marks yeah but because like I feel like it wasn't <laughs> I feel like it's nothing worth mentioning alright but, but I guess it is because you know people used to read my stories and stuff and they'll keep asking for more yeah so yeah I used to do that in high school yeah. and primary school and then yeah what did you what were you writing about uh, it, it, it was those you know <laughs> that's why I say I don't think it's something worth mentioning but it was just like it was fiction yeah, but it was like young adult right. or teenage or whatever yeah, yeah. type of stories, you know, where children like are going to school and things like that, and you know, yeah. different things happen at home, 
when things happen at school. So it was that type of thing. So yeah. So what happened to those stories? What happened to the stories? You know, I'd write like a full 72 page exercise book. Oh, and my friends would read and read and read and read. Yeah. Because I think it goes back to me not taking myself seriously because then I'd lose the book and then I'd write another story and then I'd lose the book. So yeah. It's not only that we you losing their book. I mean we we're losing your stories now. Cause That's the sad part because I can't think of them again. Yeah, because it's more like a historical document, man. I mean, yeah. we can look at what you were trying to do mm-hmm. at that point mm-hmm. and then try to see, well, where, where was this person at this time? What, what was she trying to do? You know? What was she struggling <laughs> to do? <laughs> and like, like, I mean, or at the end of the day, like, how is she sort of like um, writing similar stuff to the stuff that she was writing there? So, yeah. all right. And then yeah. what do you want to achieve with your poetry? Okay, with my poetry, um, I just want to tell beautiful stories. I want, I would like for, for it to reach more people, but also I want it to remain the effortless um, process that it is. Like, I don't want it to ever become like a job where, you know, you have to write, you have to, you know, I just want it to, to remain my go-to when life is not as yeah i just wanted to remain that so like you you you're not like uh, that person who'll be like me like hey i want to write a book and i want to make a million here uh, we, we all want to make money <laughs> all right and i would like to publish my work someday but what i'm saying is that i don't want it to become too much of a job where it's now stressing me out because when i started it it was a way of you know expressing myself and you know calming myself down so i don't want it to ever become part of my stresses in a way. I see. And then where do you regularly perform or publish any of your work? I have never performed. Unless recording a voice note for your friend, reading your work it counts as performing. But yeah, I've never performed. And published my work. Oh, well, I posted my Dear Body poem on, on Facebook and on Instagram. So yeah. All right. So like Dear Body is the, um, the poem that, uh, one of the poems that we have in front of us here. Yeah? Uh, some of the poems that we're going to get to hear you recite them. Oh, and God. then, yes, you have to. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you, 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 you have to. Mm-hmm. So I guess where is you still finding your feet, still mm-hmm. trying to tell yourself that you am I a poet or am I not a poet? What mm-hmm. am I? Mm-hmm. So I guess listening to what you're saying is you kind of like a, a WhatsApp poet. If there is something like that, no, please don't. <laughs> please don't. But it's what it is. <laughs> it's what it is, man. It's what it is. Yeah. All right. And then, all right. Uh, let's talk back uh, to the poetry that you write. Okay. How do you think um, the poetry and the other type of writing or maybe the academic uh, writing that you do for mm-hmm. your schooling and everything, how do you think they link up together? Except from the fact that they come from me. All right. <laughs> um, okay, well, with the academic writing, I also have to, like, reference people. So, yeah. Um, they, uh, they type 
do they? I, 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 I don't know. I, I really, really don't know. I really, really don't know because I tend to give my opinion a lot in my own writing. But then in academic writing, I kind of don't do that a lot. I, yeah, I really don't know how to answer that, but yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a difficult question, yeah. eh? No, I don't know then when you've got a difficult um, uh, question uh, to answer, you ask yourself is the person asking that question, is it how you 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 you, you wrote the question or uh, I don't know. I guess maybe it's because I never <laughs> thought about it, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've never really thought about it, so. All right, and then you know it's uh, it's also quite strange, I guess, when we've been talking about your poetry mm-hmm. and because um, I've I've been trying I've been trying to run away from describing you as another person. I wanted just us to talk about poetry. Mm-hmm. I guess if we were doing this interview anyway, anyway, or mm-hmm. if we were doing this interview in a different way, I would mm-hmm. probably have started by asking you like, who are you? What are you studying? You mm-hmm. know all that stuff. <laughs> like I mean, uh, uh, proper it, introduction. Proper introduction. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> so, uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, uh, but I'm I, I'm a bit that wary. I don't want to go there. Like, but at the same time, like, how do we really know a person? Do we know them by their writing, or do we know them about by their academic studies? How do you say it? Either way, like it would have been okay. I'm okay with this. All route, right. But I would have also been okay with that route. Like it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess. All right. Let's do it then. Let's let's, okay. let's uh, <laughs> tell, tell, tell tell us about yourself. Like okay. Uh, what do you study? What are you doing? And all that stuff. I guess. Okay, so yeah. like I said, I'm Wang Tongo and I'm currently um, doing a, a BA education, yeah, bachelor in, bachelor of education in foundation phase. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find the full, yeah. So yeah, I'm doing BA here at Rhodes University. All right, uh, mm-hmm. well, which year is that? I'm in my second year. Oh, second year. So, How is it going? Wow, it's a lot of work. All right. It's a lot of work. I have an assignment due tomorrow, yeah. so it's a lot of work. It's and crazy. You, and you're here talking poetry. Where is you? And I girl? have not started. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. The poets, the poets, the poets. You know, they they come they come and talk about poetry and then they forget about their assignments. I should send a message to the lecturer or whoever and asking be like, for an extension. Not asking yes, for extension and, and be like, no, you gotta do something with this lady because how come she be talking about poetry when she has an assignment? So, you want to be a teacher, man? Yes, I want to be a teacher. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to be a teacher. Are you going to be teaching the kids poetry as well? Uh, I'll teach them to unleash their <laughs> inner poets. Not just that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like, teach them to express themselves through writing, whichever way they would like to. Yeah. Uh, Especially uh, because we're in foundation phase, so. Yeah. Just, yeah. All right. And then here is uh, another crazy question. <laughs> Like, in what way does your poetry and other 
type um, of writing disconnect disconnect yeah well i'm just gonna it disconnects because it disconnects when it comes to the structured poetry i'm just okay. gonna go back to that one okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah because like i said most of my writing mm-hmm. isn't really structured yeah but yeah i try here and there but it isn't really structured so yeah that's where it really disconnects and yeah i think that's about for now that's all i can think of let me just say that i don't want to say that's it and then you know but yeah for now so in a way like um when you're doing poetry you mm-hmm. sort of like have freedom to do whatever that you want to do and not have any structure but then when it comes to academic way yes it's a different ball it's game. a different story yeah what happens mm-hmm. there there's a whole lot of structure there's a okay <laughs> let's say i struggle with structure when it comes to poetry yeah because i think i'm doing fairly okay in yeah. structuring my essays the transition from high school essay writing to university essay writing was a bit difficult but a goal got through it so yeah i think i'm i think i'm okay when it comes to structuring my academic writing but also like i tend to have to go back to the format sometimes and be like oh you're supposed to leave a line here not there and things like that but i think oh, i think i'm doing okay when it comes to that poetry. what is it about poets that they want to teach a uh, structure and uh, discipline in their poetry whereas in other subjects they stick to it i think it's because we're just trying to make it a more personal thing in a way i think we're just trying to make it our own thing to unleash what we believe in oh listen to me what we believe in okay we're <laughs> 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 just trying to you know you're trying to do your own thing this is your work this is how you feel this is based on your experiences like i said in the beginning so now having something that says it has to go this way and that way and that way it defeats the purpose in a way because now i'm not really doing my own thing i'm doing my own thing but it's also a bit controlled by that and that and that so yeah i just think we're just trying to express ourselves mm-hmm, ourselves fully yeah i guess that's fine you're getting um into the mix of things <laughs> you're getting carried away <laughs> but i guess that's uh, that's what we're here for yeah. and also like we're not here to be serious or to be having a whole lot of structures mm-hmm. and then again it's um the podcast uh radio anarchy i mean here we talk about anything that we want to talk about but we've got a bias um toward the arts and all the other stuff <laughs> what language do you write in um most of my work is in english but i also write in isipos yeah all right and then um i'm looking at your poems mm-hmm. they are in big fonts size 22 <laughs> yeah did you do it on purpose yes i did i did it on purpose well, i wanted them to fill the page but they were not supposed to be printed out so yeah and then i went ahead and printed them out yeah Sorry, yeah. yeah but i mean if it was any other uh, time i would probably have made them smaller but mm-hmm. i thought it would take away from 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 how you structured them mm-hmm. and how you're gonna and how how they are supposed to read or anything like that because mm. i feel like it, 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 the poetry doesn't have to be like boring and be in a, a small text mm-hmm. and if it's in a, a big uh, text like it is here like what i see it's quite yeah. interesting because it just um it pops right there in front of your eyes you don't have to move your eyes closer to the page you can just see mm-hmm. the, the poetry there and then again you were not meaning to publish them anyway so i get a big font <laughs> Uh, they they work as they are, and then which 
poem do you um, do you or do you wanna read here or just tell tell us how we have in front okay. of us so the poems that we have in front of us is dear body as we mentioned earlier and we also have beautiful flower and we have my heart oh so yeah we have three pieces of work here all right and then which one do you want to read oh this is really difficult okay i don't know okay okay so i think i'm just going to read um dear body i think i'll just read dear body because we've mentioned dear body earlier yeah so i think i'll read dear body should i start now okay your favorite podcast Radio Anarchy, Radio Freedom, dedicated to all the freedom seekers. Here goes. Dear body, I may not tell you every day, but you are beautiful. You are enough, and I am happy to be living in you. Yes, I look in the mirror, and sometimes, instead of admiring the work of art that you are, all I see are flaws. I take a red pen, and with each thought, I scar you. I point at the spots on my face, the size of my thighs, my belly, and stare at my boobs, which society has led me to believe are imperfect. However, what I fail to realize is that if I had you the way I wanted, then I would look like everyone else. My so-called flaws are what make me unique. And before society and the media led me into believing that only certain bodies are acceptable, I saw no flaw in you. I guess I don't hate you. In fact, I love you. It's just that I've allowed external forces to influence my views on you. If I hated you, I wouldn't put so much effort in taking care of you. Every day, I brush my teeth, I take a bath, and I pick an outfit for the day. Now, these may seem like simple things I have to do, but you don't have to do anything in life. You choose to do it. Imagine if I was not told that plump perky breasts were a sign of purity and youth and that saggy breasts represent old tired bodies. Would I see my boobs the way I do? Truth is, I thought you were perfectly fine until I allowed everyone's opinions to come between us. Therefore, I do not need to learn to love you because I already do. I just need to erase the toxic opinions of others on what the perfect you is. Thank you. Your favorite podcast, Radio Anarchy, Radio Freedom, dedicated to all the freedom seekers. So how do you feel after reading your own poem? Oh, my voice is shaky. My stomach is really not... Uh, I don't know, like, there's just something about, yeah, yeah. When did you write this? I wrote this last year. That's uh, 2018. 2018, You yes. don't remember the time or the month? Oh, I really don't remember the time or the month. But I think it, it was not early last year. I think it was in the middle or maybe late last year. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then you're talking to the, to the body here. Yes. So you like those, um, they are those type of writers that they say, we write about the body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I guess is, is their style. I mean, mm -hmm. what did you want to, 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 to say to their body here through this poem? I just wanted to, to connect more with my body. And I just wanted to accept my body the way it is. And firstly, it was inspired by posts online. There was a hashtag to your body thing. So I was like, you know, I, let me just write a letter, a poem to my body for my body, you know. Maybe that will make me more in touch with my body. So I just wrote about it. I just wanted to tell my body that I love you and she'll find the way you are. And then I guess you see flows in your body. Yes. It says so in the poem. It says so in the poem. Yes. So it must be the truth. Because I write based on my experiences and my feelings. Yes. So poetry is truth? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. And then... In this case. <laughs> 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 so then how how easy is it to be writing about um the body i mean 
personally i wouldn't um, think it's a, it's an easy thing for example like um let's say it's me i've tried writing about mm-hmm. the body before but i'll be writing about my dark skin and all that mm-hmm. stuff and those are like a sort of sensitive issues yeah. you kind of feel like what will people say you mm-hmm. know um, am i looking down upon myself or yeah. any of yeah. that thing because i mean we know that craze of um having to be light skinned and all that stuff yeah. and then so how easy is it to write about such a sensitive thing it wasn't easy at all because like you said in a way it's like oh you look like i'm letting people know that oh i have problems i i sometimes struggle with like loving my body so now when i'm walking around like people know that oh she has self-esteem issues oh she's insecure oh she's th-, you know so in a way you're telling people those things you're telling people that you sometimes look at your thighs your belly and your boobs and that you've been told that your boobs are a sign of tired old bodies so you're putting yourself out there and now you're putting your image your body like your outside appearance out there and how you feel about it sometimes and so it's difficult it's it like i've thought about taking down the post so many times because i'm like oh can people read this but then i've kept it there because i'm like no you wrote this and there's a reason why you wrote this and yeah but it's really difficult like even reading it now i'm just like oh my god that's yeah. It's a difficult thing, hey. It is a difficult thing. I'm like shaking even now, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy, hey. Says says the poet in your poem. Uh, talking about your poem here, dear mm-hmm. body. And then you say it's posted somewhere. Where is it? Yeah, I posted it on Facebook and on Instagram last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I've thought about remo- removing it many times, but what it's were, still what, there. What, what were the comments? The comments, like people, you know, like, no, your body is perfect the way it is. You're beautiful and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and even like receiving those comments, instead of like empowering you, it's like, oh my God, now I'm a sympathy case, you know, yeah. things like that. So, 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 so. So, so like what do you think now is the role of this poem now because we, we've talked about the role of uh, poetry mm-hmm. in the society I guess it's mm-hmm. still the same thing mm-hmm. but now we've got an example of who yeah. you are what you talk about mm-hmm. what do you think um, does this poem work or like when you see it what mm-hmm. do you think it can achieve or what is it already doing any what, what are your thoughts on that well um, I think the role of this poem is to tell you that yes we all have different bodies and you just need just because you don't see your body on tv your body type on tv or in magazine covers but that's slowly changing so yeah it does not mean that there's something wrong with you okay just love your body the way it is show it love talk to your body you know yeah talk to your body actually and yeah just show your body love and accept it the way it is that's it yeah. And then you go on and say, therefore, I do not need to learn to love mm-hmm. you because I already do. Mm-hmm. I just need to erase the toxic yeah. opinions of others on what the perfect you body is. Mm-hmm. So I want you to talk about this, uh, learning yeah. to love your body, mm-hmm. having already uh, said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, what does it mean? What are you saying here? I'm saying here that sometimes it's not that I hate my body, I can't stand my body, but it's just that when I see people talk, ah, did you see her boobs? Ah, a teenage girl's boobs are not supposed to be like that. She's so young, but her boobs look like that. Did you see her thighs? Oh, did you see her stomach? You know, things like that. When 
I'm with my butt. It's not that I don't like it, but you're making me think that it's not what it's supposed to be. And then now I end up feeling like I don't like my body. I don't want this. I wish my boobs were like that. I wish this was like that. But before I heard all of that and before I was exposed to all of that, what did I really think about you? So, yeah, we just need to find that in you again, I guess. So I guess this is, in a way, a, a protest poem. In a way. In a way in a way okay and then having talked about the body i guess it's also sexual in a way isn't it is it i mean when you've been talking about boobs and so on because i mean it's fine when mm-hmm. you the lady is talking about boobs but what mm-hmm. if it was a guy and then i start talking about boobs i mean it's sort of like people will see you as a pervert and be like what why are you talking about boobs but if women are talking about it it's sort of a sexual thing but then it's okay well like i guess people will sexualize it but it's really not a sexual poem and like when you see that from the title and the things that it speaks about and when boobs and breasts are mentioned like the context let me just say that it's not sexual at all but i but i do get the fact that you know the your imagination will run wild but yeah just remember so those are the things that you have to think about as as a poet Mm -hmm. when you put your work out there Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. be like okay i might be writing in a different context but mm-hmm. when people see my work they're gonna uh, their yeah, imaginations yeah. are gonna run wild mm-hmm. and then you'll be like asking myself do i still go ahead and publish that yeah. stuff what's your take there do you because you, you see now that the, po- the poem is gonna be ambiguous yeah. to other people so I, what's I, your, I get that are you still gonna be publishing more poems like this if they mean something to me and they're true to me definitely uh, like I said, like if you read the poem, like I, I don't see it as being sexual, but I do understand that people's imagination might run wild. Run wild. But yeah, if it's real to me, and also, yeah. Okay, so if it's real to you, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how a person like myself or any other person is going to be reading it, you, you, you're you going to go ahead with it. You see, it depends what you mean when you say that, like, how the other person is going to respond to it. Because now, this is like a poem trying to empower people who have low self-esteem and who are not so confident in their bodies and all of that. That's the goal of the poem and all of that. And yes, I know somebody else might read it and be like, no, but it doesn't do that. It does this and this. But that was not my goal and I apologize for that but this is what I was trying to do okay I guess um, it goes back to that question that Mm -hmm. uh, writers uh, face Mm -hmm. like um, what what, what do you think about what the people are gonna say and how does it affect your work you know your writing next time you're gonna be sitting down and you know hey Mm -hmm. they're gonna come on Mm. over me here you know because this is the 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 way I'm writing should Mm -hmm. I try to make it uh, softer Mm. should I try to make it um, um, easy for them or anything like that. What's your take on that? Yeah, I do worry a lot about people's um, responses and if I'm going to offend anyone and things like that. But for now, because like I said, I write for myself. Like most, like I said, this was not made to you know. But I do like let my friends read it and like I said, I posted it online and things like that. I do worry, but it's yeah, I do worry. I don't know. I don't want to explain it any further. I do worry about people's responses and what they're going to think. But I also hope that they'll be able to understand that. Yeah, no, this is where it was coming from. And no, it, it's fair enough, you know, because there are those writers that don't want to talk about their craft. They'll be like, no, man, you're insulting me. I wrote this thing. <laughs> now you want me to explain? 
minute. Why was I like writing it if I have to come to you and then I explain the thing to mm-hmm. you again? Yeah. So I guess it's it's a it's a fair point, you know. You you can run away from the questions that you don't wanna answer and so mm-hmm. on. But I guess saying that you're writing for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, for like, now. Yeah, for now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting to that point. Like you know, I've got another website here. It's called mm-hmm. the profile, mm-hmm. and then uh, I just publish some of my random thoughts and some of the articles that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did some uh, few articles uh, on on the recent uh, mm-hmm. National Arts Festival and I also did some uh, posts uh, last year but this year I'm trying to promote it and we had that uh, a 16-year-old lady who sent mm-hmm. uh, us, um, a, a short piece which I thought was quite awesome because mm-hmm. I think she's uh, uh, I might be repeating myself here mm-hmm. but it's okay. She's 16 and then she sent us some stuff and we looking for, for, for more work you know mm-hmm. to publish there because yeah. I want you to look at this uh, after five years and be like yeah what was I writing here okay. so mm-hmm. when which poem are you going to send to our website to your website yeah. I think I might send beautiful flower why is that because I don't know there's some I have some connection like there's something about beautiful flower that really yeah. touches my touching touches my soul yeah. alright no. yeah, I feel some type of connection with it I I read the beautiful I mean I read all the three poems that yeah. we have here we have um, Dear Body mm-hmm. which, we, which we're talking about mm-hmm. and the one that you read mm-hmm. and also this uh, beautiful flower yeah. that you say you might send to our website which yes. is the profile and then we also have another one here which is My Heart mm-hmm. which uh, you will probably have to read because it's short here and okay. I like the fact that it's sort of like um, short 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 short, short, short Short, short phrases, you know, it's not like a uh, uh, lo- longer, longer, longer stuff or anything mm-hmm. like that. But on reading this one, beautiful flower, I mean, I love the way you say the way you're talking about a flower. Yeah but it has uh, survived um, thunderstorm and heavy rains and severe heat and wild winds. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I was quite like, a flower is sort of like a vulnerable or fragile thing, but how is it able to survive thunderstorms and heavy rains? How is it able to survive mm-hmm. the severe heat and the wild he- the wild winds? Mm-hmm. I guess it's, it's sort of like a rhetorical question or rhetorical questions that I'm asking myself because mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the work of our poetry yeah. at the end of the day you're not spoon feeding anybody they mm-hmm. should be asking themselves but how is it possible you know and you don't have to you know you don't have to answer for them or you don't have to write things that make sense because a flower in the face of thunderstorms and heavy rains and severe heat and wild winds it will just fizzle out and die but this flower that you're talking about mm-hmm. is a flower that's being able to uh, to withstand all these heavy, heavy, heavy things. Mm-hmm. What were you trying to do with this poem, The Beautiful Flower? Beautiful Flower, um, I was trying to show that how, you know, we can stand strong through difficult times and we might think that, okay, yes, we, we, we survived them in a way. But the thing is, yes, we go through them and what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and all of that. But they do take away something from you because it goes on and says, oh, beautiful flower, I wish this wasn't the case. So we may stay strong during these difficult things and think, yes, we made it, we're, d- we're done. But they do take away something. It might not be something big, but 
they do affect you in a way so yeah so in a way as people mm -hmm. we are able to survive and withstand mm -hmm. some heavy things mm -hmm. but at the end of the day some part of us is taken away mm -hmm. and which is why it's important to to go through a healing process so to say don't just get through something and survive something and just move on from it i feel like it's important to work through it and try and actually deal with it and not just be like yes i went through it i survived and now i'm good if that makes any sense well it doesn't um the person who's gonna be listening to this probably they're not gonna love us if it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense and we don't care about um, it making any sense so <laughs> so it's like it's more like it's what it is um if it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense but i'd love you to read um, a beautiful flower yeah thank you your favorite podcast radio anarchy radio freedom dedicated to all the freedom seekers okay beautiful flower i always wondered where your strength came from you survived thunderstorms and heavy rains severe heat and wild winds you stood your ground through hailstorms and unwelcome droughts oh beautiful flower how i wish this was the case for every trial you went through weakened your one strong stem browned your once green leaves and your beautiful petals withered away when did you write this? your favorite podcast radio anarchy radio freedom dedicated to all the freedom seekers i think i wrote beautiful flower this year that's 2019 2019 yes. and we're we're in july now yeah so it was early this year early this year mm -hmm. so this is like um fresh poetry it's yeah so somebody will be listening to this will be like oh okay mm -hmm. i'm not reading the poetry from a hundred years <laughs> ago i'm reading fresh fresh poetry yeah and then i guess we've t you've talked about um yes we yeah. sort of get the idea mm -hmm. why you chose to to write a poem yeah, like and this, this like, is like one of my most personal poems, poems. Yeah. but it's not as um i mean it's not okay let's it's let's, not as carefully <laughs> you can say it. No, not that not, not that i want to say it's like it shows a different side to you because oh. now you're talking about in a way you you're saying is it the person who is sort of like the flower yes okay i've used a metaphor oh you've used a metaphor here yeah. you see now you like vexing my mind now <laughs> I, I see i see a flower where is you talking about a person i'm talking about a person yeah but i just think it, it shows you like you're not um you're not like a one to 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 for lack of better word you you're not a one-dimensional poet i mean you're writing about the body mm -hmm. and now you're talking about still talking about a person but yeah. now you're talking to them as a person as a flower i mean yes. so i think it um it shows that we've got a um, we've got a poet who who deal with life issues in a yeah. in a whole lot of ways so i mean a person will be like what you 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 you, you don't think you don't want to call yourself a poet where is your poet <laughs> your your poems are different and you're talking about different subjects and so on and then let's go to the last um uh, to the last poem yes. the third poem my heart yes must I read it? Okay. My heart. My heart like a volcano about to erupt. Your favorite podcast. Radio Anarchy. Radio Freedom. Dedicated to all the freedom seekers. Burns. It burns on the inside. It yearns to be put out. It yearns for your attention, your affection. 
Yet, when showered with all of this, it can never return the favor. Like a volcano, it overflows with fire, burning through my chest. It leaves nothing but dark, cold ash. Alright, I mean, like, I just wanna know what's like, uh, how can a fire overflow and burn through somebody's chest? How is that possible? Again, this poem is also not what it seems. It's actually about the fact that, you know, we crave affection and attention and all of that. We want people to show us love and all of that. But when you actually see someone doing that, you you cannot return the favor. But it's not really because you cannot return the favor. If you see anyone who shows true love and affection to you, you, you turn the cold shoulder. Like, you, you cannot accept the fact that someone might feel or think of you or see you in that way. It's like struggling to accept that there's actually people out there who really care about you. But yet that's what you really want. That's the only thing you cry yourself to sleep saying, oh, how I wish, how I wish, how I wish. But when that happens, you immediately turn away. This is what the poem is about. And then for a person (laughs) who say they don't want to have uh, poems that uh, that seem... <laughs> you see, it's not, it's not that I don't want to. I yeah. struggle with it. Oh, okay. But I mean, I, I, it, this poem just had to be read because I mean, look at this. It says it bends on the inside. It yearns to be put out. Like I mean, Burns those yearns? bends yearns. Yeah. We've got like a cool rhyme there. Yeah. We we even go to the next two two lines. It yearns for your attention, your affection. I mean. That's that, that's a that, that that that's a beautiful that's a beautiful poem. I mean, thank you. Even those four lines alone, I mean, they they they, they, they can mean something on themselves. Thank so I mean, you. but thank you for reading uh, your poems. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we look. I look forward to having some of your poems on my on on my website because we yeah. we want fresh we want fresh stuff. You know. Thank you. Uh, and then I guess getting to the end of our episode, what would you want changed in the poetry world? What would I just I was in I was saying the poetry world. I just want something to change with us, our mindset. We need to stop thinking of poetry in a certain way and just let it be. Like I said, I feel like we all have a little poet inside of us. So I feel like we need to change our mindsets and all okay in the poetry world, I think accept many different kinds of poetry. Just allow everyone to express themselves i know i'm gonna get into trouble for saying that but yeah yeah i feel like just let people write let people express themselves let us be open to people's pieces of work yeah nothing that yeah that will but that's a very difficult thing but yeah okay any any last word that you want to say or anything that besides the questions or mm-hmm. this is a question that i've probably asked um uh, some people on on the previous uh, interviews mm-hmm. that I've done not necessarily here but what was your favorite question my favorite question my favorite question has to be when you asked me um I think we were doing dear body all right I think you asked me if how no the when you asked me how people respond to my work yeah I really liked that and also when we were talking about dear body and the questions on if I worry how people will receive the questions uh, the, the, the poems the poems yeah yeah, so those were like your yeah. 
your favorite um, questions. Mm -hmm. Why is that? I like the one about how people respond to my board because then I got to, you know, think back to when my friends and my family first read my work and they'd be like, oh, wow, and all of that. So that's a really good feeling. And um, I like the other question because it actually made me actually think about it because normally when I write, yes, I do worry about how people, but you made, you validated that thought. Yeah. yeah. So where to for the poll? Where to? Like I said, I'd like to publish some of my work, but also, you know, I wanted to remain this privately. This thing, my go-to place. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I just want to write some more and be more confident myself, and finally be able to call myself a poet. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. All right. Thanks for talking to us. Thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, we're done. Thank you. So that was my conversation with Rody E.D. student and poetess Wami. I hope you enjoyed. It's your boy Elsa Genie on the second episode of Radio Anarchy, Radio Freedom. Catch you next time. Your favorite podcast, Radio Anarchy, Radio Freedom, dedicated to all the freedom seekers. This episode was produced by Longile Sojini 